Welcome to the Sage Chakra Yoga Podcast. I'm usually record <laughs> in advance, but it's Wednesday and uh, normally I would have had a podcast out 12 hours ago. And I, yeah, I had some plans for like what I was going to make a podcast about. And I, um, maybe I'll still touch on that. I just, I've been having quite a week and I'm going to start this off with a little life update. I, as you know, I'm a single mama and I've had two sick babies for the past week. (laughs) and I've been trying to find a minute to record to myself I just have not had a minute to myself um I'm currently holding a pretty lady in my arms and she's very squirmy but I really didn't want to miss a week because I made a promise to myself to post consistently every Wednesday on my podcast and I don't want to miss a week and I miss posting on YouTube this Sunday, because I did the same with YouTube. I wanted to post a YouTube video every Sunday this year, and I missed this week because my babies were sick, and I didn't have any time. (laughs) There wasn't a moment to spare, and during the week of my babies being sick, I actually had to get mouth surgery so my mouth (laughs) hurts right now so this is going to be a short episode because talking isn't very pleasant I had um, a really bad tooth infection in two of my teeth and I just didn't have access to a a holistic dentist at first when I found out because I'm just kind of learning about holistic dentistry and I've had a lot of like western dental work before and it's just led to needing more dental work later on and more issues and more problems so i had to save up some money and wait till i had the funds available which i know is like (laughs) not like very high vibe of me i just that's just where i'm at right now you know like i am totally getting to a place where I'll be okay but I've just been struggling like I'm a single mom and I don't really (laughs) uh anyways it just took me a while to get this infection finally removed from my mouth like I've had it for months and uh you can die from having an infection in your mouth so I've kind of just been like might die any day now it's just it's just been it's been a journey so the infection's gone I'm healing I got this in my mouth I can't smoke and if you know me personally you know that I love cannabis and I've had such a journey with cannabis over the past 10 plus years I just like have gone through phases where I'm like maybe all of my problems are because I smoke so much weed and Through personal experimentations, I have found out that that's not it. That's not where my problems come from. 
Um, I really think it helps me. And I use it as a way to heal myself and to calm down and to higher my, like, bring my vibration up. And um, I use it for pain management. I use it for anxiety, for depression. I use it for, um, to give me an appetite. Like, there's so many things that I use it for that, like, had I not have access to this plant, I would probably have to find other things like people take lists of medications for the same benefits that I receive from just smoking and I've even tried to like cut it out and see like what it's like without it and I've noticed that my productivity isn't higher I'm not more present I'm not more grounded I'm just in more pain physically (laughs) and like it's harder for me to collect myself and calm down um without it not that it's impossible like I don't need it and I know that because I have definitely tested it and there's just still so many people in the world who are so like grossed out by the fact that like people smoke weed like even my mom but like even like other women that I've met on Instagram that come into my life as yeah, we're, like, women, entrepreneurs, like, spiritual ladies empowered, and then, like, this happened one time. This woman, like, saw that I, I talked to her about smoking weed, and she was just, like, she just unfollowed me and never talked to me again, and I just don't understand why, (laughs) and, like, there's some people, other women that I've met through this, like, program that were also talking to me that I was, when I was kind of questioning, This is kind of why I was questioning, like, is weed bad? (coughs) Because, oh, by the way, the girls got me sick. I've been very sick as well. So I have the infection. I'm sick. The babies are sick. I'm still nursing 24-7. It's a whole thing. But anyways, um, sorry, I haven't even been holding the microphone up. Yeah, I don't, cannabis is a beautiful, magical plant. I don't believe that it's, like, bad at all <laughs> and I don't know this one girl I was talking to was like telling me talking about cannabis as if it were like a drug as if it were like something I was addicted to and it got in my head and I like tried to cut it out and I was like mm, now I don't ever want to eat and I don't know it just it didn't help me it didn't help me because this plant helps me it really helps me and I don't like just get stoned all day and like eat snacks and laugh if I want to, I do, you know, like, that's fine, like, what's wrong with that, nothing, um, but if you're a mama, especially a single mama, and you got two babies needing you constantly all day, like, I could either lose my shit, because, yeah, I can meditate and practice yoga and calm down, but, like, with that going on with that going on like I could like it's possible it's it's a possibility but like please bitch please I'm not gonna be able to get into a state of grace all on my own with two children constantly grabbing at me I love them they're adorable and cute but 
Sometimes I just need something to assist me in my gentle parenting, and it does help, and it makes me a better mom, and it makes me more fun, and it makes me happier and healthier, and it helps me eat, helps me sleep, helps me keep going and taking care of these kids and myself, and I'm not ashamed of it. I think cannabis is beautiful and magical and wonderful. I don't think it's a drug. I don't think I'm a degenerate. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> it's it's just something that I do to help me. And I haven't been able to smoke because of my mouth. And the girls have been sick. And I've been sick. And it's just all it's just been the hardest week ever. But your girl lives in New Jersey, which as of last year is a legal state, which is so exciting. Um, I, so I went to the dispensary. I drove to the dispensary and waited in line, and I got a tincture. Oh my goodness, this girl. <coughs> Me too, kid. So I got a tincture. It's like uh, an oil, and it's CBD THC. So it doesn't like get you really stoned. It just makes you feel good. Like it takes the pain away out of my mouth and it kind of calms me down a bit. It's not like making me high. And you know, I just had that for a week and then I was like, "Mm, I wish I could just like hit the bong and get stoned. You know, like I need some me time. Like once the ladies are asleep, I just like want to be a bit stony. I mean, even anytime. But so I went and I bought some edibles and I I had to go in person and talk to them because I wanted to make sure I wanted to make sure um there was like no gelatin or weird ingredients or anything. So I talked to my bud tender. I found a good one. And I was like, ooh, like are these really strong? Are they gonna get me stoned? And she's like, Well, like since New Jersey's a new medical state, they're not that strong. Um, yeah, sorry, like none of the edibles we sell are that strong. New Jersey doesn't let them be that strong. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess it'll be weak, but that's fine. Um, Maybe I'll eat more than one or something. So I eat just one. I just have one. They were strong. I was like stoned. I was very, very stoned. It was nice. I felt good. And I took a walk. And I went outside. And I, as the sun was setting and the, the new moon was like just the slither, just the slither the day after the new moon or a couple days after. And there was like two stars directly above it, like one star and a star above that. And the edible was kicking in and I was walking in nature. And I just started talking to the moon and making wishes and making intentions and just asking for what I want. And I feel really good about it. I feel like that was very, um, very healing and centering and grounding for me. And honestly, kind of exactly what I needed after the week that I've had. And I think one of the biggest takeaways that I have from my little excursion with my edible and my walk last night, um, Oh, my fucking mouth hurts, dude. I gotta stop talking soon. <laughs> but I told the moon that I am my man. And 
I hope you just kind of get what that means. But I am my man. And, like, as a single mom, but even as any single woman, it can be kind of hard. Like, especially, like, Valentine's Day just happened. And there's just all these little things in life that people tell you that you need, like, a man to, to, to do. Like, you want, like, a man to, like, take you on a date, buy you flowers, fuck you good. Like, like do all these things like build something for you like I don't know you know like the things that like men are in your life uh, like the benefits of having a man in your life all these different things and like what I kind of decided last night is like I am my man and you, you know like this song of flowers like I can buy myself flowers and write my name in the sand like I am my man I can build whatever fucking thing I want to build with my hands. Like, I can fuck myself good. I can take myself on a date. Like, I can be there. Like, I can be everything. Like, I am my man. I don't need anybody else in my life. And I don't know if I'm ever going to want to have a man in my life ever again. I really, like, doubt it. I really doubt it. I just have never had a good experience with men in general and (laughs) I've had many 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 experiences with men so I was just that's not a good thing to say and I know that's like a limiting belief that I have at the moment but I don't don't know I was talking to my friend about this and we were like is it that all men are abusive or just all of the men that we know um, so if you have, like, evidence to disprove this theory of mine, please tell me, because I need to hear some, something good about men in general. Um, I, I didn't mean to make this about that. That's really not the point of the whole, I am my man. I'm not trying to shit talk men. I'm just hurt. And <laughs> I, I don't have, like, a script for this. I'm just talking, and I've had a weird week, and I'm, like, not centered. I haven't really been meditating or doing my practice. I've just been surviving. And now I'm just talking. And originally this podcast was supposed to be about pleasure and desire in um and how that affects the harmony of your Svarishana, your <laughs> sacral chakra. So I'm gonna touch on that a bit. Basically pleasure comes from um like it's like the verb from when you have your desires met and like it feels good and it's pleasurable like really good sex or like a really good meal or sitting in the ocean floating the waves like like just enjoying just like enjoying life and simple things and what are you doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, but pleasures always start with desires. And a lot of the time, people don't understand what they desire and they're going after things that they don't actually want. And that's why they don't find any pleasure in their daily lives because. They're going and working towards these things that they don't truly desire, even though they might think that they desire these things. So when your sacral chakra is in harmony, (coughs) it's easier for you 
Like, you know what you actually desire. You don't think that you desire, that you want all this stuff that you don't actually want. You're not, like, working for somebody else's dreams. You're not trying to make the people around you happy. You're not, like, keeping up with the Jones or trying to make your parents proud of, like, not in a, not that that's a bad thing, but you know what I mean? Like, trying to make your parents, like, happy with what they think that you should be doing. Um, knowing what you actually desire is, like, the most important part in being able to feel pleasure because you don't get any pleasure out of accomplishing goals just because you worked hard from them. If it's not what you really wanted, it's not going to actually make you happier, allow you to feel pleasure. And that's kind of just a quick summary of what I wanted to talk about, but I'll eventually make another um episode about that i just don't really feel good guys i'm sick my mouth hurts i'm holding a baby she's so squirmy <laughs> i haven't had any time to myself in a week i'm sorry to keep complaining this episode i'm so sorry i just wanted to get something out there even just like recording this i had such a hard time just setting it up oh my goodness and i don't know if you listened to last week's episode it was about why i am a single mother and It was just really vulnerable for me to open and share about that. And I honestly might make that episode private. So I'm just nervous about it being out there. I think he's in jail now. So I don't think that, like, he can hear it. But it just makes me nervous. Um, Oh, fuck. I laugh when I'm nervous. It's a trauma response. Oh, okay, one more thing I wanted to talk about. I kind of finally discovered how to be cool. Like, I finally, finally, last night on my revelation walk when I was talking to the moon and uh, vibing high with the universe, I really, really finally understood the word cool and what cool is and what it means. It's, It's right in the word, like, cool. Like, if you want to be cool, you just have to be cool. (laughs) And what I mean by that is that it's a feeling. It is a feeling that anyone can have. So remember when you were, I don't know, this. hopefully this didn't apply to you, but when I was, like, in school and you wanted to be cool, it was all kind of about, like, doing what everybody thought was, like, what the popular kids, you know what I mean? Like, trying to, like, fit in and oh, it's really cool to be wearing Abercrombie. Like, let's all buy Abercrombie and have Ugg boots. I don't That's middle school for me. But I don't know. You get what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting off track. My brain is just not optimal this week. <laughs> but my point is, cool is not like, it's not like it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. That's not the point. You're cool if you feel content and okay and calm. And you're cool when you don't, you're not affected by external energies. And it doesn't matter what other people think of you or say about you or do, or even like whatever, what even happens to you doesn't matter. Like anything external doesn't matter. If you can stay calm and centered and grounded and feel content, then you are cool. That's what cool means. That's literally what it means. 
and that's just such a revelation for me <coughs> because all of us have the power to be cool just as we are without changing who we truly are the epitome of being cool is being your true self authentically and unapologetically and being content and calm and okay with that and my friends that is how to be cool so thanks for listening to this chaotic episode i am gonna go lay down i really don't feel good (laughs) oh my goodness baby oh my goodness baby oh my goodness she was chewing on like you know the you don't know you're not here the little thing that you hit the sound bowl with she was chewing on it and now her mouth is like black i didn't know it was gonna come off of her mouth oh my goodness okay i gotta go <laughs> i gotta watch this baby's face <coughs> oh my gosh Scarlett, do you have anything to tell the people? Oh, Scarlett wanted to let you know that you can take our free Heal Your Chakras workshop right now and learn how to heal yourself, live at ease, and be cool. So remember, friends, be kind, and (laughs) thanks for listening.